Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea is here to unleash your sense of try, to ignite new passions and rekindle those old ones. So try a Gold Peak and then go try something else because this taste is worth the try. Try Gold Peak. Yo, you listening to the Oprah Rose Show with TT and Gigi and yeah, get it poppin'. Thoughts. Everything begins with thoughts. She's a slut, she's a hoe, she's this, she's that. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. It's about people being uncomfortable with women owning their sexuality. What is the truest, highest vision that you hold for yourself? I'm a real ass bitch, and I'm going to get everything that I'm going to get on my own. I know for sure. You don't get what you wish for. You get what you believe Hi. Hi, guys. What's up? What's up? Mm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, Gigi. <laughs> I'm Gigi. And I'm Didi. And I'm back this week, y'all. What's up? Welcome back. Welcome back, doll. Shit, this is shit. The, the, all three of us, this is the first time about three episodes. Right. Oh, there we all been here. This is true. This is it's, the summer has been summering. That's what we literally said. The summer has been summering. You held it down. Mm-hmm. Show and then it was just us. It was giving mm-hmm. OR, and now we're finally all back. We're all together, child. Yes. Um, thank y'all for holding it down while I was away celebrating the anniversary yeah. with me and my man. What yeah. was it? Eight years. Eight years, and um, we kept saying infinity because it's like the eight turned around. Mm-hmm. Y'all are infinity. so cute. Y'all giving Beyonce and Jay Z with their little four and how everything. <laughs> Oh, right <laughs> yeah um yeah so we we had a good time so um I guess the week coming up to the anniversary I was kind of like in the doghouse um so this week I'm actually on Tahoe's podcast Hard or Soft so hmm. check that out because that was three hours of mess in a good way I think the show was really really good and like it's not as sexual as people may think it is. There's a lot of conversation that deals with like what makes you hard doesn't necessarily have to be a sexual thing or what makes you go mm. soft doesn't have to be something also that's sexual. If you want it to be, of course, it's a little spicy. Um, <laughs> but, one, but one of the things that I said and, and check it out, I go into detail about what made me hard was that my nigga basically checked me and said that I wasn't giving him enough attention because I was dividing my time across a lot of things because the summer be summering and it was our anniversary coming up and we didn't have any plans and this was more so both the both of us but we just haven't had that time to like sit and really like come up with like what we wanted to do together and so we decided to do a staycation we did it in les we love the lower east side i don't know why i, I love saw y'all went east to verlaine's is that like one of y'all first dates or something I feel no, like y'all go there every every we, anniversary. We just go there all the time. Like oh, it's okay. one of those it's one of those places that's like no one eats there. The food is good, but it's like we always know we're gonna get a table. The food is not good. That that's I good. and I love the food. <laughs> I hate that food. I be turning that shit up. I've literally been like twice and it's with y'all. like we used to know the people that work there and everything before they changed staff in the pandemic wow the fact that you know that yeah that is just wow it's so cute that that, yeah glad to hear they're still around yeah yeah 
really quickly, I was like, because we ain't giving no damn promo to Berlin. Go back a second. I think what you said about, I think you being receptive, you know, which it sounds like at least being receptive to him saying like, hey, you're not spending enough time with me and you being yeah. open to the feedback. Because um, like you said, it, it's, I think a lot of times specifically, at least, let me speak for myself when I say this. I think it's very hard to come to someone sometimes with like, hey, this is what I need. I feel like I'm not getting enough of this. And then when it's right. not necessarily received and you seem very open to that, like you probably didn't like fight back or give excuses or any of that. Well, I think part of the initial conversation was that I, 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 I was not necessarily giving excuses, but I was also giving like, well, I just got back from doing this thing. I haven't had time to do X, Y, Z, which kind of bubbled up into arguments where it was like, I'm kind of deflecting and defending rather than listening and kind of figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what made me receptive as, as like, you know, obviously there was an argument that happened, which then we needed to have a conversation as to why is there an argument almost like, why are we arguing about me being away for a while with family versus, you know, us having a conversation around planning something together, but it was more so me being like, I just don't have time. And it's like, mm. you kind of have to figure out the time thing. If you want to spend your time with everybody and which is yeah. fine you, if you want to show up for everybody, but you have to make sure that no one feels slighted and especially like your partner. I think that's the most important part. Right. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, I think it, some of it is twofold. Like I might not be able to, if I'm traveling, I obviously cannot be there for you. So I think right. it's also, you know, your partner should be at least it's hopefully like understanding of that, that it's like, I, I literally kind of, you know, I think it was a few weeks ago when how we were talking about balance and like right. how the balance of a kid, you just cannot be, everywhere at all times and obviously a a, a child is different than like a partner but I think you know and I guess it is the clarity of you know I have this and this is what's going on so I I cannot be there but then I will be there for this week but not there for that week yeah but it's it's having that conversation it's all fucking communication at the end of it all like you can't do something and expect someone to be like oh you did that so xyz it's like, you gotta say why you're doing that or like yeah. what's next after you're finished doing that. It's just a matter of the communication. So obviously with the anniversary, I felt like the need of like, I had to spoil my nigga a little bit. And this is um, T's fault. So T got a Van Cleef for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, she got a nice little Van Cleef bracelet, a little mother of pearl, real cute. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's funny cause, cause so, Six Six Poppy got one for our anniversary and people who listen to the show, right? So people who listen to the show was like, oh my God, he finally got his brace. And I was like, I talked about this before, you did, but I guess I have. Um, listen that's why I said you was up there blowing, you was up there blowing a bag for your man. Blowing a bag. So it begs the question around like, you know, spoiling your partner and like what does spoiling your partner look like and what is too much almost? I mean, if it's me, I mean, nothing's too much. Um, <laughs> so, oh, you saw spoiling yourself. Or my partner spoiling me. <laughs> nothing, nothing. We're not talking about your partner spoiling you. We're talking about you, you spoiling, spoiling your, your partner. partner. I mean, obviously this is clearly a, a I, Leo. I, I'm not in a relationship, <laughs> but this is clearly Avi a... It's funny you guys say that. So I, I I was, you know, having a conversation recently 
And, you know, my nigga did not buy my Van Cleef also, to be clear. Like, I, I had a, a, an amazing friend who bought it. Um, but um, I think I never saw that growing up, right? I did not. Oops, wait, see- hold up. Somebody bought you your Van Cleef? That wasn't the nigga? Yeah. That wasn't your nigga? Oh. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. City girls up. How no, many? No, no, no. Literally. City girls up 100. Strictly platonic, strictly platonic. I know he literally came in when I was like, yeah, and this is, and this is, the, this is also the thing though. I was like, I don't Dang. believe in platonic friendship anymore. Wait a minute. Oh. I was just about to say, wait a minute. You were the one that no. did it. I did it. No, what yeah, I don't know more. Wait, that's what a pity. We got to back up on that. Right yeah. That was a, put you, a, think, a, you think men and women can't have relationships <laughs> that are platonic? Yes and no. <laughs> Child. Because if, if you're a homosexual man, we had clearly have a platonic relationship. You're a man. Yeah. Two had That's a yes. People. But anyway, so, we was putting a pin in that. I'm sorry. We're going to come back to that one. <laughs> I'm like, now we're here. So, <laughs> so two heterosexual, because remember, again, I was the reverse, right? You know, I did mm-hmm. not think that two heterosexual people could. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I do, and now and you th- you did, and now you switched. So what made you switch? I guess um, a personal experience. Okay. And she, my personal experience, I was friends with some with my um fiance, and look at us. Mm-hmm. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm the epitome. Right, y'all I were was best friends. My own shit. Yeah. Well. So, so what I will say is I do believe it because I do have platonic non-sexual friendships with guys, you know, I do. Um, But I do think that there can be causes for concern. And I feel like if you are in a, like a relationship with somebody and you have platonic friendships, then you have to manage and communicate. I think you have to kind of manage up to your partner because things can look hairy, hazy. The relationship can also evolve and or change. Um, Me being exhibit A. So I think that that's really my reasoning behind it. But that's very nice that you got that gift from your platonic friend. And I actually do believe that that is a platonic friendship. So Right. And I think for me, the the shift was... I was just being messy. Right. I think it was... My shift was actually... I know that, and I probably shouldn't say this, but, you know, there was a point in time when I felt like I could depend on my platonic friendships more than my relationship. And Mm. that made me change and be like, okay, I know I need to really get this done. Let me just ask my platonic friend because I know you're going to do it. Now my, I don't know if you're going to do it. And that it literally shifted the way I thought about, and that's probably a cause for a bigger issue, but it did shift how I looked at platonic friendships i mean yes and no yes and no like we have friendships because they are our chosen family they are chosen people who we want in our lives right Mm -hmm. and so if i want something specifically to happen like there's things i would ask t to do that i wouldn't ask Ant to do and vice versa like i don't know what they are offhand but if i went to you for something in particular i didn't go to him for it which is fine though yeah, but I think it's also that communication again. Like, oh, I went to my friend for this thing, and it's like you now you got to share with your partner, so it doesn't come off like 
you mm-hmm. didn't want to involve them or you didn't want them to do it, but your friend probably is better at doing it. Well, I, but I think, you know how you, you start off and you're like, this is the most important thing I need in a relationship. And if you would have asked me at 25, I probably would have been like, you know, I, I don't, I don't even really know what I would have said then. Like, a, I'd probably be like, you know, a kind, caring man. And obviously you want all these things, but now nigga now at 38, like communication is like marquee top and center. And then yeah. I, for me, everything falls under there because again, you should be a caring person, you know, all these, and you should be, you know, whatever, all the other shit that you want. But like, I never, ever, ever realized how vital and crucial like communication is in a relationship. Yeah. Like I said, but yeah. But okay, so back to spoiling your niggas. Um, (laughs) um, Oh, so I think I was- I was gonna ask, well, gee, what would you do to spoil your nigga? I think you just talk to, or for me, I talk in his language or I get him the things that I know that he really likes. Um, I feel like I said it on the show whenever it happened, but um, for his birthday, I got him a painting from his, um, his favorite artist at the time. Um, And because he, you know, it's not easy to just buy art um, you know, I kind of had to really investigate and, you know, have a conversation with the, uh, with the broker and all of this shit, you know, or the buyer, broker, buyer, what art, art dealer, whatever those people are called. Um, you know, so he was really like happy best birthday ever, you know? Um, and so for me, it's like, well, what, what can I do that, you know, will genuinely make you happy? you know, something that you, whatever it is, there is no limit. If I can do it, there's no limit. That's beautiful. That is. That, I, that's not, like you said, I, I am a selfish Leo. Like, I, and it is something that I did not, um, I would do it for anybody else, but I don't, what I was saying that I never, I feel like I never saw my mother really do anything nice for my father. So to be completely honest, I think mm. I, thought that it was just like, oh, you're a man and, you know, whatever you get is kind of like what you get. Um, I did not think that, and for, there's other reasons, but like, I I was not the person that was just like, oh, like maybe once or twice, it was like, oh, I saw this and thought of you, but I was not that person. And it was like birthdays, holidays, like, of course, I'm going to like hold it down and, and give it like a great gift or and I don't, I, and like, I love that you got art and like investigated. I'm kind of like the, what do you want? Or, or be vocal. Like it was typically like, this is what I want. Um, so I, like I said, I was not like, I was not that person. Like how you just said, whatever, whatever you would want, whatever that last thing you said, I was like, oh, can't relate. Um, I don't want to be like that. I will say that. I think moving forward, like I absolutely, you know, the same things I think that women are always like, I want someone that listens and pays attention and cares and I can open up with. Um, to be honest, I don't know if I, if I was that person. I don't know if I was providing that. Mm-hmm. And I did not, it was not something that I thought men needed. It's like, I, I was probably the like, you a man, you good. Like you don't need that X, Y, Z. And it's just not the case. So I, I um, like I said, I would do it now. I would, I'm, I would be different. You know, I would be softer, I guess. Yeah. 
work. Yeah, I would encourage that. Just, just slight rejiggering of how you think, but really just think of it as an insurance policy to the universe for yourself. That's kind of how I think about any type of giving aspect and why I'm like, I guess, capable of doing it so easy and enjoy Like I love giving, you know, good gifts. Um, but in the back, in the back of my mind, it's like, this will always come back to me. It's kind of like me seeding into my future of like blessings, you know, and it doesn't necessarily need to be in the terms of a gift. You know, I kind of have that approach with anything. Like if there's any way that I can do for somebody and it's, even if it's effortless, seamless, like I try to do that because that is my seeding back into the universe that will come right back to me so that's kind of a like a selfish twist you can look at it as like you know i'll be good to my nigga because he'll he'll be good to me it's a good one it's a good one because i was just gonna say like part of me with gift giving i like to think that i used to give good gifts i stopped getting people gifts because part of it was like i'm giving all these gifts especially around christmas child i'm getting started and i was like no one's really getting anything for me and so it became this thing of like, but that's not why you give gifts. But to your point, G, it's like, if you give a gift and in your mind, you're like, this will come back. Don't know how it will come back, but it's bigger than me. It's not about, it's gift giving is not like, you ain't not doing Secret Santa where you get me something and I got something too. It's like, you know, you want to do something nice for somebody and unnecessarily think of getting something back. So that is a good way to think of it too. I w- and I, I was going to say, well, G gave me an excellent, her and the Jazz gave me an excellent birthday. No, I had, this was like one of my birth- best birthdays ever. I was like, oh my God, like these people are real. Somebody we love gave- you, girl. Like, one of my friends gave me Chanel cotton balls. And I'm like, what do what? I need Chanel cotton balls for? Dude, but like, bitch that, bitch, that beautiful face. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. What, how, do they have the double C's on them? Yes. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm like, okay, when we done, I want to see. Okay, <laughs> literally, they have double C's. Coco Chanel locked me up in jail. Right, and it's crazy. I was like, damn, like I, I, I did. I will say this birthday, and even like, shit, that's how I got a Ben Cleek because he was like, no, you held me down, like blah blah blah, you know. Oh, and I posted yes. that thing about the like I wanted a Van Cleef or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was. I think I posted like it's never. It's never what color Van Cleef do you want? It's always like, what are you doing or something like wow. that. Wow. Meanwhile, the universe was on your side. It was working right? for you. It was working but, for me. So that, but that it's is- also being vocal about what you want too. Yeah, both, both. Yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't, no, but keep in mind, I just put that out in the atmosphere. I exactly. never, exactly. I want to Van You Cleef. still wanted it. Yeah. yeah. But no, but you could have not seen the post. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's why I said the universe was working for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause now I'm like, I got the other one that, like, it's look, now I'm like six, six, poppy off this bitch now. <laughs> right. Like, now I got to get more. Now I got to get, yeah, now I got to get two more. Yeah. But, um, Child, he about to be the same way. Like, you go into the store, it's like a full experience. And they give you this um, Saint Germain champagne mixed <laughs> together. You sit down and, it smells and really amazing in there. Everyone's really mm-hmm. nice. They come out, they have a runner going back and forth, getting the jewelry. You, so you're not like at a counter looking at the jewelry. You're like oh, sitting you're down sitting and down. they're like, they're bringing it to you. It's like a whole experience. And I remember like, it was so quick too, where it was like, you know, you know which one you want, you're trying them on. Yeah. And the, the they didn't have the green color in stock. I do remember that. And so we tried on the other colors and, you know, he obviously loved the black one and 
was like, oh, but this rose gold one is nice too. And I'm like, Lord, child, look, literally was like, I'm gonna leave out of here and smoke a backwood because I'm gonna need to calm my nerves um, <laughs> after after this. Like the price tags be price tagging. Yeah, they oh they're gaggy. Like mm-hmm. they're, you're definitely gonna need a backwood after. Did you I, smoke the backwood? I had my little banana on me. Y'all know that's my flavor. Mm-hmm. And with the honey, I saw Good Mom's post with that honey, and I haven't tried that yet. No, I haven't tried it. I saw that too, but I, you know, I'm gonna have to like do the honey. I'm gonna have to roll it, do the honey, and take it with me. Mm. It was it has a little hard on the go, right? Right, because um, y'all be a little hotels, so right? Right, and then it's I didn't realize how legal marijuana is in New York now. So we went to um, St. Mark's to get our tattoos, and there was like a whole weed store. That had like, gee, like all the pens I be getting when I'm in Cali. Like they had wow. everything. They had um, all these backwoods. Like it they was, have all the it flavors. Was a weed store, like a an weed actual store, an actual dispensary. Wow. I okay. was literally like, wow, as well. I wonder and how much they pay for that. I and they got the tattoo shop in the back. Oh, oh fire! Even double duty, right? Yeah, they had a four wall of backwoods and a whole display, and I was like, "Well, look at y'all! That's incredible!" Yeah, so had all the when he, okay, go to St. Mark's. You can get you some weed in New York. I, who knew that it was so legal now? Like, I felt crazy because I was like, whenever I'm in LA, I'm like, "Let me buy everything, child," because I can't get it. Yeah, I wonder if it is. Is it? And it, it's ta- Is it? But it's taxed everywhere. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's taxed. high taxed. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say, I wonder if it's cheaper in one or the other. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like New York, it might still be slightly more expensive, but my thoughts are because of like shipping costs, because a a lot of Mm. it is probably still coming from California. Right. Um, You know, where here is a lot of it's, you know, locally grown or you know whether it's outdoor because the brands that i would buy are they'll say, say that ca on it and oh, so yeah. if it's the same brands obviously they're shipping it from california so it'll right. make sense well that makes sense yeah well look at you getting to the nitty-gritty around shipping and, and right. costs <laughs> <laughs> um i do want to flip this question though and ask like what do you because I, I feel like both of you are very selfless um mm-hmm. are you guys vocal about what you need from your partners hell yeah i'm beginning to be more um because i feel like i'm easy like i could kind of go with the flow like unless something's like really really bothering me so i've been obviously i think we we talked a little bit about this on one episode where i was like i was in my none of my business bag and so it's hard to think about things being none of your business because then people do things without you being vocal about if you like it or not. So then I kind of had to take that back a little bit and now I got to be vocal and, and, and I got like a little hit list that I'm, I got to like actually tell people like what they've been doing. That's been annoying me. So I've already hit two people on my hit list. I got about three more. I love that though. Cause yeah. it, like you said, I think you've talked about it several times or even, you know, right. back to our therapy episode and just being vocal or sharing things with your mom or whatever. And it's not right. like one person, it, it kind of 
that festers usually in every aspect. Yeah, it goes, it's, it's big. It's usually bigger than one. One right. is the one that you think of offhand. Right. And it's usually more mm. than that. So I got my little hit list. I love this. Yes, be vocal. I'm like, what you get for the anniversary? <laughs> oh, I got a, a diamond ring. It was, it's like a little pinky ring that I have been eyeing forever because see, remember the one I got in Nordstrom? That was the yeah, exactly. that I was like rocking. Everybody thought it was real. I was like, I got to get an actual real one. I can't. Okay. So wow. I got a real one. That's what oh, I got for my birthday. I just haven't bought it yet. <laughs> a diamond ring. Uh, I was, I want to, uh, and I had bought when we were at Nordstrom, I had bought, well, mine, the diamond bin fell out. Yeah. Um, on my index, like my index finger. Oh, like, gotcha. okay. Nice. Cute little pinky ring, little situation. I want a pinky ring too. Yeah, get you one. No, I know. My birthday was like three damn weeks ago. <laughs> That's all right. It's still the season. You got it. Okay. We left. Yeah, I was like debating for a little bit, and I was like, no, I, I really want that. So, and G, what about you? Um, am I vocal? about my things yeah but I will say that um I'm not always immediately vocal because I would like to make sure that I say the right things and that I communicate the right things and if I speak immediately it I'll be talking up here but not necessarily like the root of the issue I'll be talking about like what's happening at the moment Instead of like saying, you know, or instead of getting like real granular and saying like, this is actually the explosion of a smaller issue, because usually that's how it starts. It's like a small yeah. issue yeah. and then it, um, you know, you don't address it right away. So then, you know, either you create or make up a story in your mind or, you know, it keeps happening, anything, you know. And so sometimes I, you know, don't always say it right away, but I do say it. I like to just make sure that I deliver in a way where it can be receptive because, you know, when you're speaking in brash language, you know, cussing, arguing, uh, you kind of miss the, the point of the argument and be caught up in, you know, the fact that you're angry, they are angry. Yeah. And, um, and that, you know, that still happens too, right? But um, what I will say is we've gotten a lot better with coming back and saying, okay, this is why I was mad. Yeah. yeah communication and growth i love it that's, love that's what it is it yeah is a lot of work it, it, and it's constant you know like yeah, i just celebrated eight years and the week before the anniversary we were going back and forth so it's like the communication continues as you as you grow as people because we're not even going to be the same as who we were last year year before all of that and so what you yeah like what, what i wanted then or what i want now may be completely different and that's okay but I think it's communicating that. We have a special guest. Hey, Jesse. Hey. <laughs> going? Right. Hey, her Jessie. all pink. And her um, baby. Maybe she's not talking because I've. T- <laughs> <laughs> she was like, let me, let me not get in trouble, child. I need a little baby that's going to listen. Mm-hmm. Oh, in arguments, though, I do have a rule of no cursing. I feel like yeah. if there's, if there's cursing, I, I, I. I can't. Oh, even I'm to you losing no that argument. <laughs> Sorry, no cursing. I am. So I was a, like, I was spazzing. I'm absolutely still cussing. I'm still a cusser. Um, but I was the, like, I love that G said she would kind of like pick and choose her battles where I was not that. Mm. I was the second something irritated me. 
and 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 it was typically something that was a bigger issue right it wasn't and it took me a while though to realize that it took me a little bit to realize like are you really mad at this thing or is there something else and nine out of ten times I was mad at something else on a larger issue where now only now I can I can identify that and I realized like when I would scream and yell like it was not getting anywhere I don't know when I talk in a you know same tone that I'm getting anywhere either but I definitely wasn't getting anywhere with the yelling and the screaming and the cursing and everything like that now now I'm gonna I'm gonna cuss you like I'm gonna still cuss you out though absolutely (laughs) I feel like the message gets lost like I I literally if he starts cursing when we're like going back and forth I start laughing really yeah, you I'm not don't get mad at yeah, Yes, he does. And I'm like, I'm not listening to this anymore. Wow. <laughs> and I've been tuned out, but it's not like, but it's like, to me, I think what it is, is like, I would take it as disrespect and like stonewalling, like you're ignoring me. And one of the things that I absolutely mm. hate on this earth is I hate being ignored. I don't know what happened in my childhood. I, I hate it, like hate it bad. And mm it felt like that. It feels like that to me. And like that stonewall and shit, like you can't, I think I was reading somewhere. It's like, you can come back to it and be like, you know what? Not doing this right now. We can revisit this at a later date, like more both calm. I can't do the, even if it's like that, I'm probably still going to talk about it now, but the just like completely shut down. Like I low key think it's disrespectful to just be like, just quiet and also not explain that you're not going to talk about it. That's growth for the other person, too. Sometimes we do have to give the other person a little bit of grace. Now, granted, granted, it, it, you know, you should be able to communicate something, even if communicating something is being like, hey, you know, I hear you, but I want to take a beat for a second before I feel like yeah. I'm going to say something that I don't want to say. Right, right. You can use that as a blanket excuse. And that's usually what it was, but you're not saying that, right? I'm just right. like, Oh, you're being disrespectful and you're just not talking like right and it it, it irks yeah. my soul right yeah that goes back to your original point of just communication being your number one thing that's, on that's why it is it's 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 at this stage that's why i said this stage of my life it is absolute i mean like without a shadow of a doubt. And then slowly after, I have like emotional, like intelligence, competency, like all those things too. Uh, my list has totally, I know I have it somewhere. I'm about to go find it of like my 20, you know, like 2018 list, I want to say. Okay. Um, my 2022 list is is very different. Not very, but it's, it's definitely. It's different. Yeah, it's, it's different. More, you know, like, you know, comprehension, everybody can't really comprehend. You could talk all day long, but if you if we ain't like comprehending, what the fuck is the point? Yeah. A lot of those, a lot of those things for sure. Yeah. You um you sound like a little murder right now, going back and forth with Uncle Cliff and communication <laughs> and saying what you really want to say. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> you give a little murder. Okay. Right. Would I be little murder or would I be Uncle Cliff? It's giving a little murder. I'm like, who could I be, child? I'm Derek. I'm the white boyfriend. It's like, <laughs> oh wow, who, who, oh, Derek? I lock her up. Lock her up. Lock. I've never. That was like such a joke. I have never yeah. had a character that I've like hated more than Derek, low key. 
Oh my god. Oh, he's he is the absolute worst. Um, we're talking about P Valley for, and for those spoiler who, alerts. So spoiler know. alert, spoiler I hate alert. The King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. But Derek oh. is up there. Yeah. It listen, the finale has already everybody should have watched the finale by now. So y'all should be well <laughs> well right. You should get familiar with and let me look. I said this last week about how I was not super excited about Beyonce, and now it has me in a chokehold. I'm gonna stop saying the things that I like prematurely, basically, <laughs> before you even experience them. Before I, because I was like, you know, I said the same thing about rap shit. Um, and you yeah. know, I feel like P Valley started off a little rocky, you know. Was, yeah, I mean, everybody was said it was it up. yeah, everybody. And the, by the time we got to the finale, Chad was given ego, it was given. The, yeah. memory, the, the memory from um, Secret Society. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> who, who is Secret Society? Remember they went to, sorry, y'all, now that Amazon movie. Yes. Um, I only seen the first one. And girl, we watched the second one. And oh, they, the second one is amazing. No, it's not. It's horrible. They went I to the love memory. it because it's hood. It's like a hood DVD. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Now the second one is so bad. The second one is so bad. So bad. I wanted my $10 back. Damn. My feedback was that they didn't use real trans women. So the well, second yeah. one they do. They second, do okay, in the second good. one. All right. They took that feedback. Good. <laughs> yeah, they, it was just like every like character friend was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. feedback. No, but we were like, that was given EGOT, but P Valley, like seriously, none of these shows, none of the power shows, none of the P Valley shows ever get nominated and little yeah. murder. I don't know if you know his real name, but little murder should absolutely be nominated. Absolutely. Yeah. His character just experienced just so much and was able to, he was, he could communicate. I, he was a really yeah. great communicator around the things he was going through actually. But think about it, right? I was thinking about this also the first season we only have what people is only one or two seasons. Two seasons. Two seasons. Two. He didn't start off like that, you know. Like I low-key didn't really. I wasn't even in love with his character starting out. Like I was just indifferent. I didn't mm-hmm. there to me. And then I feel like this season, you know, that that show was not just. My father actually said it, it was like that show was not just about the club and the girls in the club. Like all yeah. of their surrounding stories and like the layers and all of that. Like his story in particular. Like when he. When LTD, first of all, one of my favorite songs of all time. And when he wrapped his hands on that last episode around Uncle Clifford, I was on this bitch like, ah, I have never <laughs> it. So good. I was like, oh my God. It was such a beautiful, and it was going in slow motion. It was motion. Shot so beautifully. It was so just, beautifully. and it was like, anytime something like dramatic happens, they use the color red to kind of like illuminate mm. the scene. And when he came out, everything was red. And I was like, what's about to happen, child? And then oh, it was bad. I didn't even notice that. Because I think yeah. it's so good. You saw how, like, what's her name? Keyshawn, like, the fairy tale. Like, she was supposed to be, like, yeah. little, like Riding Hood and all yes. that. And Derek was the wolf or whatever. Yeah. So good. Oh, yeah. like Keyshawn. I know. Like, girl, I would have been like, fuck so them kids. And Sorry. I'm trying to understand why she ain't beat the mama ass. Like, and why the sister ain't call, text, 911, anything. Like, y'all yeah. really, like, sister, you knew what I was trying to do. Something. Because at first, I think I forgot, right? 
And I'm like, why is she saying all that? And I and I meant to go back, but I just never did. I'm actually gonna rewatch the episode. So I meant to go back, and I'm like, oh, she knew that the sister, because she kept saying that the kids was with the sister. She mm. knew she was about to do that. Remember that mother was so spiteful. I actually really like yep. that. Yeah, that Keyshawn episode was actually, I think, that was ones that I was like, okay, we're back on track here. Like, yeah. I don't that's when the Keyshawn episode definitely put it, I guess, to your point, back on track because the beginning of the season was why are we talking about COVID and the mask? It, it was yeah. like very heavy yeah. 2020, and we were like, even in 2020, niggas wasn't showing mask and shit. Like, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. and they, they were doing it so hard. And it was like, not that we've moved past that, but like, there really is no mask mandate. Like, right, right. I actually like that they did it because nobody showed COVID anyway. Nobody did. No, we, we act like it never <laughs> happened. Yeah, we lived it. I don't want to relive that shit. Like, we still live in it. I don't know that it's a relive, though, but it's just like, I would see it for so many people talked about it, but nobody implemented it anywhere so it was it was kind of cool to just see somebody acknowledge the fact that we did experience a pandemic yeah and I think it's hard because like like shows like Law and Order like they will right and like they would always have their little mask but it was it was more so those shows that just are like constantly filming right, right. but yeah other stuff they kind of it was something yeah. else I watched and they were I can't even remember um and then Katori uh, G was telling me about this earlier. Katori, she's the uh, creator. She also writes and directs the show too. Yeah, and showrunner. And show, come on, Katori Hall. I know that's right. And she does these threads on Twitter after each episode. And so I was like reading the thread about the finale. And one thing she did talk about was the mask. And she was like, the mask have been kind of intertwined throughout the writing of the full um, season. And that in the season finale, you see like Lil Murder confront his mask by looking at the different versions of himself oh. when he looked in the mirror. Mm. Um, you see, um, who's the young man that was running for mayor? Of uh, um, uh, Andre. Andre. Yeah, and you see whatever. him, you know, wearing a mask to be this mayor with his mistress and then his wife sees him and he has to like, you know, now incorporate her into his world now as well. So, in the Andre story is interesting because I just knew that man was going away. Mayor, I did not know. I did not believe that damn Pastor Woodbine. Woodbine. Bishop Woodbine. Or Bishop Bishop Mayor. Bishop Mayor. Bishop Mayor. But, whatever. I said she got Mayor some story. Mayor Bishop, none of us getting it right. <laughs> some when she I hold so you could fly or whatever the hell she said. I was like, oh. this is crazy. When she was oh. on the pole during her campaign and on the truck, I said, I know that's right. She was getting them votes. And I was like, she didn't took that she took Corbin's money and was using it in the money gum. And like yep. the fact that she actually won. Because she even actually that, won. The Corbin story, I was kind of like, what? And I was I was so confused. First of all, what is the backstory behind Uncle Clifford and Corbin? Like, oh, yeah. That oh was, yeah. Like three or something. That one we don't like, we're getting bits and pieces of it. Yeah, yeah, like I was like, I hope they explore that a little bit more because then I thought in this, you remember how who I cannot stand uh Lakeisha or whatever her name is, Savage. Savage uh, uh, Autumn Night. Autumn Night Savage. Autumn Night Joy he's a Savage. When you know she saw like the blood stains and everything. Right. Yeah, she saw it when he walked back in. Yeah, yeah, and I thought that was gonna come out. So I'm assuming all this is because I'm like, she ain't going away. Like we're still gonna see her in season three, which I have I don't know. Maybe she'll come back. 
Because well, isn't she twins? pregnant with twins? Yeah, she got the twins. So she is. I was just thinking she was gonna have an aborty and keep it moving, but I no, thought so, but that never happened. No, because the way um when I saw Katori uh Katori's thread, she's she mentioned how in um in the stripping industry, you know, many girls come, they go. And she was an example of that. But I guess she could eventually come back. And- yeah, I feel like it's her story. Because think about all the ones, Gidget, Digit, or whatever the fuck her name was. Yeah. Um, all the ones that kind of came and went. And then I was like, how was, um, what's the big bone? I can't think of her real name now, who is actually having oh. a Miracle, Miracle Watch. Miracle Watch. I was like, so she's a ninja? And I was like, I have some questions. Because I thought she was going to put a little root or something like that on. I thought she was going to take the ring. I thought she was going to put a little root work magic on him too and just keep it moving. moving. But I was like, she's a ninja? And then what was that man? I was like, y'all in the Illuminati. I was like, I have so many. Not the Illuminati. Well, you know, there was like, she was trying, I felt that she was always trying to investigate the fact that Diamond had killed the man and, and buried him in the, in the pink. Yeah. And oh. he, he had his ring. Yeah. And so she took the picture of Diamond with the ring, I guess, to send to somebody else and was like, I got proof that this nigga killed him. Like, why he got his ring. Right. I knew the part about the ring, but like, okay, okay. Because remember when Diamond came back into the Paradise Room and he saw like the hand coming from the floor mm-hmm. kind of thing and it was like freaked him out and um, Big L was like, no, what's, what's going on? Come help me out in the back. I love Big L. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Love me. Big L's like your favorite uncle. Your favorite uncle. Um, and Wanda, I don't know her real name, but Wanda from... Um, oh. <laughs> I was so, I was breaking that down oh, since six Wanda. Poppy that Wanda was on... Um, our show on FX. She's really She's good. She's the doll now. She's the new yes. black actress doll. Shout out to her. Because at first I couldn't, I couldn't unsee Wanda. And now I'm like, oh yeah. no, bitch, roulette. Like she No, was this is roulette. Popping yeah. that gum, like, and then we about to I feel like we're about to see more of that. Like she about to have a whole like whole house or she about to have a stable child. Like oh, yeah. not around. But she her also name is Gail Bean. Gail B. Yep. Okay, there we go. Never knew her name. I'm calling her. Yeah, let me follow her on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, she was on Snowfall and did the thing on P Valley. Her yeah. and Whisper. I like Whisper too. I like them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. Yeah, somebody had tweeted a picture of them and said they was the new Ronnie and Tricks from uh, <laughs> Players Club. I was like, you know, you know, whorehouse. Yeah, it's they not wrong. They not, they not. I was like, child, listen, they gonna make me take a trip to Chuck Elisa though. I need, I need to, I was like, is Chuck Elisa a real place? Cause I want to go. Right? <laughs> wait, is Chuck Elisa a real place? No, it's not. <laughs> I thought it was. Wait, you mean to tell me that's not a real place? No. Let me Google. Whatever, Chuck Elisa, Tennessee, wait, Alabama, what's, what, where it's supposed to Mississippi, be? Mississippi, I thought. It does. It is. Yeah, Mississippi Pride. First of all, also, low-key, them little murder songs need to be on streaming services because the yeah. one that he was like, he was like, seven pounds. I was in that bitch like, yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> seven pound weight or whatever. I was like... Okay, talk your shit about your guy. Yeah, like that song was so good. It was another one he did. I was like, oh my God, it's so good. He's okay. You gonna, um, you gonna listen to the Tina Snow track? I'm gonna listen to the Tina Snow track. Was that on the album? It was not on Megan's album, no. Okay. On Traumazine. 
Wait, that was. But Did anybody what, listen to the album? A real? What was that? A real song? The, um. Well, I think P Valley's gonna have a soundtrack. I I just thought she had wrote a new verse for the movie or for the show. Yeah, I was confused because she was promoting it like it was a new song. So I was, was. I was like, oh, she's just maybe on there, but I didn't follow up or anything. Maybe they will put it on streaming. Maybe. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. But so did any, did you, you said Trump, it's traumatized. Oh, it's out actually. Oh yeah. It just came oh, out this week. Yep. Oh wow. Okay. So I was going to see the finale. Your song, Seven Pounds of Pressure is out. You're <laughs> lying. It is. Oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Look, put that on your playlist, sister. Yes. For the gym. Oh yeah, P-Valley soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It, it just was, came out yesterday. That, I'm telling you, especially the music, shout out to the musical director or whatever, because that was so good. Wow. Mississippi Pride. <laughs> okay, that's his number one track. <laughs> that was my other song. <laughs> And, and what's her name? But I will say, um, Keyshawn, though, I think she's like the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. Oh, she's, she's gorgeous. She gorgeous. So gorgeous. Like, so gorgeous. Love her. I, I just want her to win next season. I just, that whole Me scene, too. I just, I, I wanted to cry. I had to or... take a break when when I when I when it came to her opening up the door and Derek was there, I had put it on pause and I was like. Not anxiety is high. It was like 7 45 in the morning. Oh, I couldn't fall back to sleep, so I got up and watched P Valley. And I was like, This is a bit much for me right now. Um, I gotta take a second. (laughs) And it was like the time, and obviously, you can't, you know, control when you uh, break down. But I was like, Keyshawn, you held it together all this time and that was like her and you did it in front of the child protective service so of course they think it's you yeah i was like Keyshawn. oh my gosh and i was like what they doing with all the money and the baby clothes in the back right right Derek's broke ass probably gonna sell it or something like that you know he gonna go in that car yeah absolutely when he was taking the battery out her car and whatnot like Hopefully she was smart and left it in the undisclosed location. Child, that shit was right at the house. Probably. You know it was right parked right in front. Right out front. Mm-mm-mm. She thought she was about to hop out, hop back in. Right. My God. My God. But um, no, child, but back to Megan. So traumatized. Have you heard this? Not traumatized. Traumazine. Sorry, traumazine. Oh, I thought it was traumatized too, child. What traumazine mean? That's a so, word. That is a word. Like, and, and it's funny because people are like, Megan out here making up words, child. Um, but yeah, traumazine, the def- what is the definition actually? I'm looking it up right now. And she put the definition out. That's why. <laughs> a chemical released in the brain when experiencing um Painful emotions caused by traumatic events and experiences. Wow. Oh, wow. shit. It's deep. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's deep. I'm that wondering if deep. that's the chemical that releases, that changes like your genetics or like your cells in your body. Because, you know, they say like when you experience extreme amounts of trauma, it like physically changes you. So I'm mm. wondering if that specific brain chemical is the catalyst for that. What does traumazine do? 
Yeah, like I'm about to, when we get off, I'm about to do a deep dive on traumazine now. Cause I definitely wow. I'm making, making us do our Googles. Okay, sis. Oh, okay, sis. Yeah. I know. I have to listen. I'm actually just like pulling up the track list too. But you said you've heard it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I heard it. Um, I was skipping around on traumazine. I ain't even gonna hold you. Um, but I'm a proponent that I don't really like giving <laughs> reviews on albums until I like listen to them a couple times because first listen, I, I, I'm always like, yeah, yeah. But then I'll come back to it or somebody will play a song and I'm like, oh, that was cute. So she has this one song called Ungrateful with Key Glock. I thought that was really good. Um, she's been promoting her, the song Her. Um, there's a video for it out now. She performed it on Good Morning America. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cute. It's cute for around the house. Um, <laughs> another one that I did like was Gift and Curse and then Scary with Rico Nasty. Okay. Um, yeah, another girl that kind of need to switch her flow up. But, you know, it works for Scary. Are you saying that Megan needs to switch her flow up? Oh, so yes and no. It's tough because I feel like everything sounds like rap shit, thought shit, hot shit. And it's just that same rapping cadence. But on Twitter, people were like, is it the rapping cadence or is it her accent? And it's like, you can't change that. And it's like, well, what do you want her to do? Like, you're a deeper voice, she's done that. Do you want her to sing? She does that. I'm like, actually, I don't know what I want then. What do I want? So I didn't even know that was a conversation. And, and literally right before we recorded, I did see the clip she must have sat down with like Ebro and Adeska and she was like, this is how I talk. And so literally, I and I had no context now that you're saying this. I'm like, yeah. oh, that makes sense. That's probably why it came up. Yeah. But we would never ask our male rappers to switch up their flow and like do things differently. Nope. Like no. ever. We, but no. We've been sounding the same and talking about the same shit since how long? Forever. The last 13 years? Yeah. 14 years? Forever. And now this is what Megan's third or fourth project fourth um, yeah i think it yeah good news yeah technically yeah, yeah like four i'm counting like mixtapes i'm even counting tina snow yeah. um and it's also like but that's what got her here and mm-hmm. that's what fans like and that's what obviously they're gravitating towards right i don't i think i think you know i, I think men are jealous of megan and her success you said who i think men in general are jealous of megan and her success Mm-hmm. and and she's everywhere you know what I mean so it's very easy to go if you don't quote unquote on top you gonna be attacked you know what I mean and it's no shade to future but he's not getting the same type of like deals and looks that she's getting right and he probably is so I mean he's been around way longer whatever but no one is crit- critiquing him or criticizing him telling him he needs to switch up anything it's still the same thing over the same beats and yet this is the type of, you know, feedback that she gets. Now, I don't think she makes good music anymore. Mm. And I don't think that she tries, to be honest. But in her defense, I think that her schedule is so jam-packed with every single festival, every single awards show, every single collaborative artist feature. She got to record the song, do the video, Um every single brand deal like her schedule is jam-packed that I don't know if she has the freedom 
or the time, like legitimate time that it takes to be able to produce really good music. I think if you're talented, right, you can just, you can write a verse that's quote unquote hot, but like, can you make a hit song? You know, a hit song requires a little bit more, requires a little bit more patience, requires you a little bit more breath, more time. And I just don't know that she's had that, you know? I, um, I mean, I think it's too, like, it's layered. I, uh, I think one, a hit song is so much harder because one also everybody yeah. knows so much. So, and the, the amount of music that's out, is just so much music out. So yeah. what might, what might have been considered something on here five years ago could have absolutely probably been a hit song, but because we have so much music out so often and so frequent, I feel like it, you know, and especially with female rap, right? I think mm-hmm. we expect so much more from female rappers. Like you gotta look good, sound all the time. You can't have a miss. You you gotta, you know, yeah. everything has to. You be gotta dance. You gotta have dancers. Like, and everything yeah. is almost gonna be. I feel not even necessarily compared to you. Know, I feel like it's Nikki, and then you, and then me, and uh, Bodak Yellow from Cardi. Like that was like undeniable. Yeah. I don't know if Cardi's ever going to have a Bodak Yellow. And I don't think that necessarily means she might not ever have a hit. But is she going to have a song as big as Bodak Yellow? Mm, probably not. No. Nah, I, I don't think so. I mean, I well, WAP is about to go diamond. So oh, one I could argue. Okay. She still hasn't had an album come out after that either. WAP this is fair. Nobody's album. This is fair. I don't know nobody's album. Look who's on that song. Megan. Right. Hmm. Like, it's yeah. the, they're the top three, right? That I would say it's like you know, still yeah. Nikki Hardy, Megan. She's she is in that conversation of your you know right now this decade of like amazing right. rappers. But again, like I said, there's so much music to consume. Right, you have to stay relevant. You got to put shit out. Like you could low key be trying to make music for the next five years, and you might yeah. not ever have that. You might not ever have that hit. But again, I don't. We don't expect that from men. And I, I actually was having a conversation about future though, when you said that, like with some men, and I'm not like I would never consider myself like I'm not future high. I would like a lot of the songs, but I'm I'm definitely not like a fan. But I enjoyed this last album. Like puffing on booties went platinum in my car. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, I'm like, fuck with it. I'm like, I love the soft side of Future Child. Like, I love that project. Like, love that project. I'm gonna take a spin on Megan. I'm gonna listen. I gotta, I gotta. Sit yeah, listen it. to it. See how you feel. For me, there was a lot of skipping around, but it's also like me listening when it came out Friday morning. So I'll definitely go back and give some tracks a listen because I do like Megan, and I feel like she is one of the the better women in rap and it is hard to get that hit because like you said, it's just so much music and mm-hmm. I keep going back to Renaissance. So it's like, if I don't like what I'm hearing, I'm going to just, just be like, go back to Renaissance. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. And I'm like, now I'm, I'm back. Yeah, man. I'm going I'm to give trauma zine a, a listen. I was struggling. I was about to say traumatized. <laughs> yeah, traumatized. I know we really I'm give trauma zine a listen. Give her some, give her some spins. Okay. Oh. I have to honestly, but any rap, I have to listen to it while I like work out and I ain't been working out. So that's also part of the issue with me is I have to listen to it on like a run or something like that. So I don't just like, cause I will come in after a long day and be like, Hey Google, put on jazz. And I'll be in here. I don't even want to hear no words, child. Oh, and she putting on that jazz child. Hey Google, stop. Literally talking about this. 
<laughs> she is so sensitive. She is. She know that voice, honey. My gosh, she is so sensitive. Yeah, but you know, I do. I like to say I love me some Megan. Yes, and even the pasta girls. Think about like Lizzo. We don't nobody really listen to Lizzo, but I like right. her. And she number three right now on the Billboard. That it's whatever song sure. that is, I ain't never heard it. I just l- opened up a randomly a tweet. And What's the name like, of the song again? Yeah. <laughs> I was just because the only reason why I know is I saw name, I'm like, I should... she got a top three song, but she I never heard it. Lizzo was. A, I feel like she's just not like you know white girl. Z100. Yeah. 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 It went number one. Oh. About That's damn time. Thank you. I'm like what? turn on the music. Turn on the light. That's the I'm song. gonna be all right. Okay. Okay. All right. It's I've about never. damn time. Oh, okay. I've have heard that. Okay. Never heard. I think that. I heard it in Zara or something. Oh, good. I I have never heard this song before. I mean, I I love I love Lizzo. I'm just not a, a her. You love her personality. Makes, yes, the music love she it. makes love isn't it. for me, but I love her and everything about her. I don't have to consume your music to be a fan of you. Same, same. I'm sure it's a few more. I could think of a few more people like that, but Lizzo's definitely top yeah. of my list for that, like for sure. But yeah, follow her on Instagram. I don't follow her on Twitter. I do too. And I'm gonna follow. Her I follow her on Instagram too, like every post. <laughs> love her, like love her. Yeah, what comes up? What comes after her is to like Lotto, Megan Thee Stallion. Like that's why I, I feel like Lotto was kind of breaking up out of that. I do feel like, like I really like Lotto, and I feel mm-hmm. like I do too. You know, she's and she like makes that. good hit records. She does. I, I, I just love her opinion. voice in her presence and she genuinely is excited about everything and you see it um i mean i always think about the moment when she got the bet award and like i just love that moment of like you know because people now portray the idea of like you shouldn't be happy about awards and the awards don't mean nothing you do it for you you do it for your fans while those things are true it is nice to be, you know, recognize me, recognize for the, right. the great work that you have done. Yeah, pat me on my back. Thank you. Oh, no, love her. Lo- like love, 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 love. Mm, love me some, love me some model. Because even I just think her openness, like all the stuff that she's done with Saucy Santana, and like even her yeah. talking about how you know she's got like what what is a line? Is it in booty? you know she got like her butt done and it's like and i'm gonna still be working out i love how she be always in the gym working out it's like girl she is. <laughs> you gotta maintain it you do but also you know as a performer they kind of got to because you gotta work on your stamina you gotta keep your stamina high so that you can be able to perform and do a good show and do all up the things that down. the female Uh-oh. rappers gotta do <laughs> up and down she go ask, yeah because ask nikki what that was like at essence i was saying she was pregnant so and now I'm like, is she or is she not? Because I thought she, I was giving her benefit of the doubt. I thought she was pregnant. I don't think she is. I think it was given like, she just needs to work out so she can get her stamina up. Mama was yeah. so out of breath. When she went, it was like a club show at an arena show. She went to the side of the DJ booth and sat with her arms like this. It was like, <gasps> play the record. I was like, oh, I she, know you fucking lying. Deadass. I was like, oh, she's absolutely pregnant. Because this is given club date. 
I was like, there's no way she's not pregnant and sat with her arms literally. At a stadium. At a stadium. At a stadium. I I have no words. What she didn't want them to, what she did want them to live stream her because she knew how bad it was probably, let alone wanted more money. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, that's why. They would have absolutely destroyed her. It, it oh, yeah. You know, we would have tore that up on Twitter. Tore it up. Would have uh, still been using them gifts and memes. I would still and be fucking... using the video. <laughs> or, and, I mean, it'd be it like, was, me not wanting to do no work today. <laughs> bitches ain't shit and they ain't singing nothing. Like, I'm uh-huh. like, you, right? I was like, are you not going to get up? Oh, my God. Uh, it was bad. It was bad. But like I said, we, you know, so many of these like up and coming girls, and it, it's tough being a female. Just like it's tough being a woman in any industry. Like rap is no exception. You're going to be scrutinized more. You got to come harder than the dudes. Like it is not easy, child, at all. Yeah. yeah. At all. Shout out to those pursuing that rap. Okay. Right. Hmm. Right. I should start rapping. I said the same thing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> give a rap shit. Come on, sister. Right, I must spend his cream to do okay. and scheme. So can't wait with it. Can't wait with it. <laughs> Twenty years later, we finally get in the video. Um, I can't wait. I cannot Come on, wait. Kaya. Wait, Come on, is that Kaya. a Kaya song? Yeah, it's a Kaya yeah. song. It's from her her first album. The Deuce and Scheme is? Mm-hmm. K-Wang. K-Wang. The it's beat. like in the same cadence. Oh, It's okay. the same beat. They took it from K-Wang. So, and then they flipped it. Is Sorry, that, get over. that why she is reducing, re, I mean, releasing a video? Oh, shit, because of rap shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kaya better capitalize off the moment. I mean, I'm not even mad at it. It's that stick like grit. Yeah, I'm not even mad at it. I'm said. like, let me let me show you. This was a top 10 hit in my household, okay? <laughs> okay, it was on the Nasty Music album. Okay, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, yeah, and she is from... No, kind of from Florida. Where is she from? She from Tallahassee. Yeah. Tallahassee or Tampa, one of them. One of okay. them T's. Okay, yeah, so it's the same. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of love that they did that. And then because Florida music regionally is so different too. So I love that. Yeah, so me like, too. I love that. Oh, and I knew it sounded familiar, but I ain't know from where. <laughs> Listen, when Platinum in the Kimbro household. Mm-hmm. She was like, get get the, get the your director. <laughs> wait now but I'm they like was looking at the damn it was jones and her because it was like aluminum foil that they put underneath <laughs> have the light for the uh-huh. camera like a reflector yes a reflector uh-huh. they used aluminum foil i know kaya ain't got no real budget child Look, i know producer schema did not go top 10 anywhere else <laughs> it didn't i know <laughs> Mama on her own publishing. She got her master. She's getting money. That's funny. Ah, well, T, do we have a quote? <laughs> the quote is, if you don't love me like Lil Murder loves Uncle Cliff, I don't want it. <laughs> Period. Love me in the light, baby. 
Period on period, real bad. While LTD is playing. While LT while LTB is playing. Ah, come on now. Like, listen, uh, 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 I was like, this might be my wedding song. I was like, this is lit. I was like, between that Elder Barge or an Isley Brothers song, one of them is gonna be my my wedding song. A I'm classic. In the atmosphere, grandmother, gr- grandmother Ernestine. <laughs> <laughs> For the re re re. Yo, for how many I was screaming? <laughs> I was like, how many times this thing is re 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 open? That's why. That's why I was so funny for the re re re. I have to. I'm not, matter of fact, I'm like, I'm gonna watch that again at some point. I'm watching, man. Like, but I have to rewatch that episode. Yeah, this is the name of the episode. Is the the re 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 re. Yeah, get, definitely giving us. You could, I could watch a, a show just on Uncle Clifford. And the fact that he was a baby and he was calling him Uncle Clifford. Yo, bitch, I cried. I was like, now wait, was that a typo, a mistake? Like, no. why the mama calling him Uncle Clifford? But the you know, black people be having crazy nicknames. And Uncle Clifford. I was you like, know how that little babies be having man, man. Right, Uncle Clifford. I was screaming. I was like, right, grandmother. Grand, when and then when grandmother, grandmother Ernestine came in the house and she was like, it smelled like bussy in here. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't lose her smell, honey. Okay. Right. And I was like, the writing on there, chef's kiss, like chef's kiss. Just get rid of Autumn, Lovejoy, Savage, Lakeisha, and I'm all sad. Like, no. Well, he said, I'm going to put her out. Yeah, I'm going to either throw you through the door or you're going to through the window or you're going to go through the door. Now, which way you want to go? Take the 250, bitch. We, you know what? We need to resurface our Nico interview, child. Yeah. <laughs> that rule. It was like she found out something about raging war. That oh, shit was funny, though. I want Somebody was like, I want a coffee table book of all of Uncle Clifford's rules. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be incredible merch. Yeah, I would I'd buy it. it. I would buy it like a like purple and like all of Uncle Clifford's rules. I would buy that. Love it. Oh yeah, show so good quality program. It's incredible. Well, obviously, we did a lot of spoilers, so if you have not seen it, go. Uh, it. Period. Period. <laughs> all right, y'all. All righty. Holla. Bye. Bye.